This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Thank you, Lucius. We have uh, football's finest coming up at 5 o'clock. We have some trade rumor rooskies that are indeed insane in the membrane right here for you. And this is what I love to see because it means the Mavs are so involved in trade talks that people are constantly leaking out info they can't control it. You know how secretive Mark Cuban's become in these trade talks in recent years. He doesn't own the team anymore, so he can leak all he wants. Well, I thought he was still in charge. He can leak all he wants. All the final decisions. It's the Vegas people's job now. Well, whatever the case, we have a lot of players that are rumored to be with the Mavs. And even uh, Mark Cuban himself, he narked on himself this week saying they want a big man, 6'8 or taller, who can create off the dribble. That is what they are looking for right now. I would also add uh, that you you need another veteran big man to go along uh, with uh, with Derek Lively. You don't have to find a great one. Like, you know Robert Williams, who was with the Celtics when he made the finals against the Warriors? Yeah, I just, that, that's all you need, you know? Come on, Looney. Just go a rim protector that can yeah. rebound. Just battle it out with Jokic and Embiid yeah. if we if we Get meet in the them way. in a series. And uh, Chris Haynes reported that Portland is open to trading Robert yeah. Williams, and there are teams that are you know obviously looking at him uh, because he is like when he's on the court, his health has been a huge issue over yeah. the course of his career. But that dude is a difference maker, and he's hurt right now. He's not going to be able to play until next year. But that gives you an idea of how much teams are looking for a big man who's athletic and mobile. You know, if, and they're so rare, but you know, the the need to be able to actually defend on the perimeter just a little bit while being massive is very rare. And the few guys that can do it are going to be in high demand. Brian, okay, uh, let me give you guys needs, and you tell me if you got a player in mind. I hope it's not stumping anybody or anything like that. But somebody might got about be eight players. I'm making my way towards Brian. Gotcha. Okay, three needs fall in the three different buckets: playmaker, three and D wing, combo big. Yeah, you okay. know, yeah. Playmaker, yeah. three and D wing combo big is in your in your watching these basketball games on a nightly basis. Is there are there names that you're hearing? Are there names that you like? Yes. Are there names that you could say that guy would be a great fit? Who is a playmaker, a three and D wing, and a combo big because that seems to be what they're kind of. Yeah, dancing with right they, now. They, um, you know, I, I found all the three and D wings mostly. Although there's a playmaker in here as well, and then I gave you the the big in, in Robert Williams. Okay. But um, there's a Serbian player who is also of Israeli descent, Denny Avdia in uh, Washington, mm. and I believe uh, you know, he's like a point forward, and I, I love that. Twelve point six rebounds, four assists per game in Washington, and they're asking about Kyle Kuzma as well. But Avdia is a player that the Mavs reportedly have interest in. Like, if you Google Mavs and the, and, the, and the trades right now, there's probably seven or eight guys. In Charlotte, you have P.J. Washington, good defensive player at the four, can play five, decent score, doesn't really have the playmaking ability that Avdia did, but he gives you a different kind of four. And then how about this? There's reports that the Mavs are looking into Miles Bridges, who's averaging 20 and 70s. Been in the league for five or six years, but hasn't played recently because he had a felony domestic violence, which you hate to see that. You're like, no, this is the guy we want. Now, does that drive his value down? Could you maybe get this guy for a discount? I don't want to be in a position where I have to worry about it happening again. And felony is not something to sneeze at. So I would be looking closely into this situation if if I'm the Dallas Mavericks. 
Mm. Like what were the circumstances yeah. around it and how worried would we be that it could happen again? Because if you trade for a player like that and it happens again, he had to sit out a whole year, you know? And I, I would say the next time something happens, it would be even longer, you know, so you could lose the asset entirely. And that's, I, I think, you know, how the risk assessment should go, you know, with teams. If, if you want to take a, a second chance on a domestic violence guy, I'll support it, you know, because I think people can change and people need second chances. People make huge mistakes. They feel terrible for so I just want to, you know, but I think that's the exact kind of player that I'd love to get, Chief. 20 yeah. and 7 right now? Yeah, that's pretty impressive stuff. And you would imagine everything you just mentioned, that does probably drive the price down a little bit. And then you factor in the fact that he's on the expiring contract. Uh, this is the final year, so it might be a bit of a rental situation. Uh, you you might be able to get him on on the cheap. And his cap hit is only $8 million bucks, Wow. Um, for, for this season. So, and again, that's expiring. So you could probably get him on the... On the cheap, I would think. Yeah, you have uh, Jeremy Grant in Portland. His cap number significantly higher. Mavs have been tied to asking about him. That's what Sandler just texted me while he was sitting Yeah, here. he likes Jeremy Grant. <laughs> yeah, he's like him too, yeah. I'd be trying to get him and Malcolm Brogdon. You know, that's your smaller playmaker, good defensive guy. I think he has an expiring contract as well. I think he does. But they, they got him in the in the trade for Damian Lillard, and he's just kind of like, hey, I'm a veteran that's willing to help a championship rotation, but... Uh, but uh, these guys aren't ready to win right now. So I think I, you brought up Brogdon before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, I think I think your personality source said he's he's like a mercenary. Oh, he's just right. constantly yeah. playing for his next big contract, and he's he's a me first guy. You got him right. Yeah, you got um, him right. Yep. But it, he's good at it, you know, and yeah. he's in a contract year. So I, if if that's a rental, what I'm thinking, guys, and, and it's you know we could we could absolutely get a significant trade here in the next couple of weeks. It's just a matter of the right deal being available. The model now is two stars and then another four or five guys who are really freaking good it's not necessarily three superstars i don't even know if three superstars works it's so hard to build the rest of the team around these guys but now that you got vegas money in line i think going into luxury tax threshold is going to be more doable i think they can make a trade at this deadline with one pick and a couple of assets and then go back in and, and do another trade in the summer and i think that's what we're going to get as long as the the right situation materializes. But seeing all of these different names that are available, quality guys that fit the description of what you need, you have to do a, one of these deals for one of these gentlemen. It's just so rare that a bunch of six eight dudes who can create their own shot and play a varying degree of good defense are available. And what supply does in a market like this, it brings the, 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 the compensation down significantly. Hopefully... Uh, Mark Cuban and, and Nico over there can make something happen. Brian, what do you have to add? Yeah, I, I kind of feel like, though, just kind of just as we're banging along here, uh, Grant's tough because he's got a monster contract. It's yeah. a tough one to deal with. Your uh, Washington player, uh, Adia. Adia, he's decent. He's a, a fair way to put it. Uh, I'm kind of getting a – I asked uh, what does he do well. Yeah. So, but yeah, the the, the it sounded like to me probably a decent player there as a fair Euro dude, to, full skill set. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm 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 catching the ball. I can shoot, pass, or actually yeah. dribble and make plays for myself and others. I I, I think you've seen what Dante Exum has done, just having a full yeah. skill set. Um, and I, you know those are the kind of players that I'm looking for. I, I think on his European team, Luca plays better when there's a bunch of guys that are a triple threat every time they catch the basketball. You can put a lot more pressure on on opposing defenses like that. And I, I mean, Exum, being a borderline NBA player, comes to a skill-starved roster and looks like your fourth best player. 
because you just don't have enough of those traits. Yeah. I'll get you the update, though, as, uh, on this uh, on our Washington guy here in a second. I know you will, Brian. You're, you're at this point a quadruple insider. There is not a sport he cannot become an insider for, and, and we love him for it. Okay, uh, it is the G-Bag Nation here on 105 through the fan. Looks like we got three down, two to go. And uh, an addition of football's finest is coming up next, Chief. What do you have in mind? Two ingredients the front runners need on defense and weird vibes and filthy next year in the nation. 